Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let us pray. Lift your hands and just ask God to speak to you wherever you are, whoever you are. Just ask the Lord to speak to you. Today we have come before God. Not before a pastor, not before a man, but before God. So ask him to speak to you. Ask him to speak to each and every one of us. We are here with different situations. We are here with different challenges. We are here with different needs. We are here with different ambitions. But that one same God, through his spirit and by his word, can minister to all of us at the same time. Speak to me, Lord. Minister to me. Affect my life. Affect my Christian life. In the name of Jesus. 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 Speak to us. Speak to every single one in this place. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Speak to us. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus. You didn't want heaven without us, so Jesus, you brought heaven down. My sin was great, your love was greater. My sin was great, your love. What could separate us now? Nothing can compare to this. What a wonderful name 
Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory. Be exalted, be lifted up in this place. You have no rival, you have no equal. Yours is the kingdom, yours is the power, and yours is the glory. Thank you for that powerful name, Jesus. As we come before your word today, visit us, speak to us, strengthen us, charge us up, and move us forward. Mighty Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. Have your way tonight. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a better amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. Well, you're welcome to church tonight. I pray that God will speak to you. I pray that as God speaks to you, you will hear. And I pray that you will hear well. Amen. May the devil not speak to you as we preach. May the devil not speak to you as we preach. May only the spirit of the living God speak to you. And may you leave this place blessed, challenged, and transformed. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, I want to, I wanted to continue on the Anna, but um, because I, I, I was traveling, but my travel plans have changed. So I want to use tonight to clear this. Then when we come to honor, we know we are talking about honor. Tell your neighbor honor. Yeah. Honor. Alright. In Pastor, where are you going to? China. Where in China are you going to? Japan. Where in Japan are you going to? Korea. So now you know where I'm going to, alright? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then India. India. And Indonesia. Okay. So it's all around that place. Then don't worry. Okay. Great, 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 great. Naomi, it's good to see you. It's been a while. Trust you are well, eh? Wow. Signs of disloyalty. All right? Like I told you last week, nobody will see you and tell you that I am disloyal. Even when you tell them, they will not agree. Do you get it? So the only way you can see it is through signs. And I'm saying that I want us to be able to identify it when it is happening in us first so we can check it. And this loyalty is like a cancer. If you see it early enough, you, you take it out and you are free. If you don't see it early enough, by the time you realize, it's too late. All right? So today I said we will start from a leader, so we are looking at signs, a leader who doesn't pay tithes and give offerings. We have started. Okay. Yeah. We are, because we are in a hurry. He doesn't pay tithes. He doesn't give offerings. It's a dangerous leader. 
very, very dangerous. You must be afraid of such a person with all your life. How many of you are afraid of thieves? The same fear you have for thieves, the same fear you have for snakes, is the same fear you must have for such a leader. Because think about it. If somebody were to go to spare, finish it, and as he's eating, his mind is that he's not going to pay for the food. Would you not be afraid of such a one? Hello? Would you not be afraid of such a one? So why are you not afraid of a leader who's coming to the church, being blessed in the church, being preached to all the time, but in his mind, secretly, his intention is that I will not support the church. I will not support the church. Why, why are you not afraid of such a one? How many of you from now you are afraid of such a person? Then you should be afraid of yourself. Yeah. Because you are the one I'm talking about. I, I, I manage how you are able to live with you. I wonder how you are able to live with you. And your mind is that, as for the church, I will never support it with anything. I'll support my family, I'll support this, I'll support that. But I would, as for the church, I will not support it. Now, everything in the church costs money. Including the pastor. They all cost money. Because I didn't eat tongues. As they were singing, I like speaking in tongues. Every, that's not what I eat. I don't eat. When, when I, I, I don't, it be tongues we go chop. I told you on Sunday, it be tongues we go chop. We don't chop tongues. When it's time to eat, we eat rice. Rice is at shop right. When you go to shop right, they don't give it to you for free. And when we are chopping the rice, we must add some chicken. Where do you think it comes from? We eat, so, as I'm standing here and preaching, somebody is putting food in my stomach. So it's not free. The light that you are sitting under, we pay for it. The chairs you are sitting on, we use money to buy it. So we use money, we use faith as a church. But when we are buying things, we use money. We don't use tanks. We don't get to the teller and say, Kaba, shata, kaya, kaba. Then, then, then the, the teller will say, I receive it. No, we don't do that. Yeah. But you have people who, do, who, 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 who don't support the church financially. And they are comfortable. They are comfortable in the church. They are okay. Okay, cry in the church. I mean, nothing moves them. They don't, it's like, oh yeah, the church will go on. What is going on? Somebody has paid for it. That's why it's going on. For it to continue to go on, you and I must also pay for it for it to continue to go on. Hallelujah. So when you have people like that, look, if the person is a leader, then that's a serious case. Serious. And who is a leader? A leader is you. Then it's a serious case. It's not one that you joke with. Serious case. Don't pay. And we check. Whether you pay your tithe or not. That's why we tell you, write your name. And if you don't write your name, you have chosen not to write your name. Actually, if you pay tithe, you write your name. Because which one is more difficult? Putting the money in the envelope or writing your name? Have you forgotten your name? 
Don't you know how to spell your name? Which one is more difficult? Write your name. We know that this title is from you. This title is from you. This title. And we check. We see. We see. So when you don't support, you see, supporting something financially is perhaps one of the highest ways to show your commitment. To show your commitment. Yeah, to show your commitment. I mean, I support Manchester United. But I don't give them my money. I don't give them my money. No, 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 no. I don't give them my money. I don't give them my children's money. Nothing. All I do is watch them on TV. When they do well, I'm happy. I shout, go, everything. When they lose, I still have supper. I continue my life. Even recently, the way they are losing, now I'm on loan. I'm no, I'm no longer in the club. I'm on loan for... Do you get it? Uh-huh. So, like you are saying, that's disloyalty against Manchester United. Thank you that you said that. So how come that you, you don't support the church with your money? Yet you say you are loyal. You really surprise me when you speak. You, you, you when, when it's me, you can see that it's disloyalty. To, and I don't really mind to be, if I'm disloyal to Manchester United. I mean, if my father had bought shares at Manchester United many years ago, then I can be loyal to them because I know that. But... I don't get anything from them. In fact, lately they make me more sad than happy. So, what are we talking about? Please, those of you who support Liverpool, don't start. 30 years, you have not won anything before. Don't start. Don't even start before I come to you. 30 years since you were born, you have never seen the team win the EPL before. You don't even know how it feels like. If, if you win it, you will not know how to express yourself. I mean, you have to come to us for lessons. Let's not go there. Let's continue the preaching. Just help us to sack our coach the next time we play against you. Then we, we know that you have done your job. That's all. But don't go around raising. Having arrogance is equal to raising shoulders. Don't go around, make raising your shoulders and moving around. Anyway, let's come back to the preaching. <laughs> You can see that I am disloyal to uh, Manchester United, but you can see that you are totally disloyal to the church. You won't pay your tithe. You won't give offerings. When we are taking offerings in the church, you won't give. You won't support it. Yet you are supporting the Amakwenya seller who's by the street. We are going very fast, so let's go. Where is it in the book? I can't even see it in the book. We are giving out envelopes. You will never get up and come for one. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. And he says, wherein have you robbed me? God said, in tithes and in offerings. 
So when you are dealing with people who don't give offerings, who don't give tithes, you are dealing with thieves. The Bible calls them robbers. I'm saying the only way you can understand, you have walked into a shop. You are taking things. You have a trolley. You are taking things into the trolley. But in your mind, it's, I won't pay. I'm going to walk out with them. What are you then? What are you then? Next time you walk into shop, right, all the security people are alert. They are also shopping around you, watching you. Some of you, when you enter the shop, you see the security men begin to move a lot. It's the reason why they are moving. You look very, 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 very. Say amen. Say another amen. A leader who doesn't attend certain meetings. That's the next one. Doesn't attend certain meetings, yet they've been invited for it. Look, you must just change. You have a very bad attitude. We are smiling at you, but we know that you have a bad attitude. Yeah. You must just change. Call you for a meeting, you won't come. We say all leaders, you won't come. All short people, you won't come. All tall people, you won't come. Your absence is a message to us. Yeah. Your absence is a message to us. Yeah, the church is very quiet today, too early. Your absence is a message to us. Thomas, you see, Jesus will call for a meeting and then Thomas will not be there. Why are you surprised that Thomas at the end did not believe that Jesus had risen? He was just not there. Absent. Judas was also absent from certain meetings. How come? How, why are you surprised that out of the 12 disciples that Jesus had, the two that expressed disloyalty were these two? Because when you don't come for certain meetings, you don't hear certain things. You don't even hear the explanation for some other things. You don't hear, you, you start to complain about things that you don't have the full picture. Because you were not at the other meeting. Sunday, I was having a meeting. When I got into the meeting, I said, discuss this thing, I'm coming. When they started to discuss, they was like, oh, let's put aside this stuff. Because you were not at the other meeting, so you don't know that the meeting is, the topic of the meeting is what is being discussed. Yeah, so oh, where from this thing? It's all demonic talks and tendencies. Rather, you shut up and what was discussed in the last meeting. Because you didn't come. It's not like the meeting was not hard. The meeting was hard. You didn't come. <sighs> My God. Are, we, are you still around? <laughs> Call you a meeting. You don't come. Look, Blantina, it's very wild though. I mean, you say you are a leader. If you are a normal church member, casual church member, that's different. But you say you are a leader in the church. And they call for leaders meeting. And you won't come. What, what, what does it mean? Yes, of course. Sometimes there are circumstances that I have people say, oh, today I can't come. They send a message. That's cool. Still, it's not, we don't have a problem with that. But it's like you there all the time. All the time. All the time. It's like what you want to say that you don't, you can't say. You are saying it with your absence. Because your absence is a message. Or your presence is also a message. Your presence here tonight is a message to me. Likewise, your absence tonight would have been a message to me. Yeah, it's not, there's nothing that, it's like, it's like it doesn't mean anything. It means something. Your absence is, you are unwilling to come when you are called. Moses, he sent to call Abraham daytime. They said, go and tell him, we won't come. 
That's what they said. They said, go and tell, go and tell that Moses guy, we won't come. We won't come. If we don't come, what will you do? Look, put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. oh, oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> A person who approves of someone who makes wrong decisions. First Kings 1 Kings 1.7, the Bible says that, and he, Adonijah, conferred with Joab, and they helped him. Joab was going to do the wrong thing, and Adonijah came to join him. Watch out for leaders who, it's like they take the side of people who are making wrong decisions. Yeah, I don't want to spoil my friendship with her, so. Yeah, but you see, but you, you, we can all see that the decision is a bad decision, but then you are sitting, uh, you say, but what about the other side? Let us look at the other side, and let's look at this side. What if this, how about this thing? Then let's check this other side. To last, uh, I want this on this. Hey, if it's a wrong decision, it's a wrong decision. Look, if, if I am your friend and I'm making a mistake, don't you think that it's your responsibility as a supposed good friend to tell me that I don't think that this decision is the best decision. I think we should rethink this decision. That's, you will be helping me by that. Instead of saying, I don't want that, to be, I don't, I don't, I don't, so I don't want to say anything. Let's go on, let's go on. Leaders who are not prepared to do things they did not choose to do. Charlie, the way you are quiet is not nice. So. Tell your neighbor, you, let's start, start the preaching from zero. We are starting from zero. Uh, Star, where have you been? Things that they did not really want to do. Philippians 2.14, the Bible says, do all things without memories and disputing. If you are in the church, it's not everything that you'll be asked to do that will be what you liked to do or you intended to do. As for me, I'm a singer. I only sing. As for me, I only do singing. Why are you saying that to go and do airport stars? Who told you that your calling is only singing? Ministry and church, so may, singing may be the main thing you know how to do, but we do other things. I've been a sound controller for, for the church before. I control the sound, the one, arrange the speakers, put all the things, come and clean them, do the sound. So if you're in the choir, I don't like you, your voice will never come out. Yeah. Mm. You would never be heard. 
Yeah. The microphone is right in front of you, but I've turned off the volume. <laughs> Look, let me tell you a, a story. We, when I was doing sound, we had this guy. Look, the guy liked to pray. So he had a prayer accent and a prayer voice. When he speaks, you say the Holy Spirit is moving through him. So, suddenly, I mean, and he was this type of young, you see, young, suddenly you think you are doing well, no, then you think the world belongs to you. I said, having arrogance is the same as raising your shoulders. <laughs> so he was, he was beginning to raise his shoulders in the, in the church because of small tanks that, and the tanks is copied tanks. It's not even tanks, so it's somebody's tank that he has copied. <laughs> What's the name of the pastor? Pastor Frank. Uh-huh. So you have listened to Reverend Frank, he's speaking in tanks. Then when you come, then you are using Reverend Frank's tanks. So, he, one day he was complaining that the worship, they don't do the worship with passion. You are not even a shepherd. So, and I was also, I was just a sound controller at like the way James is sitting there like that. So, he went to join the worship. It's like, not even join, but like, he just came to, it's like he's come to take over. We didn't see anything. So, when he started to sing, my friend was standing by me. He said, ah, but this brother, <laughs> if it this be the voice, ask your neighbor, if it this be the voice. Then I look at him quietly. <laughs> then I spy the pastor from the back, from this side of my eyes. Then I just brought his sound down. So he was busy. Then he's, he couldn't hear himself from the monitor. So he went to the next, he touched his mic like that. When he didn't hear that sound, he saw that, ah, maybe his mic is not. So he hit this one. Then he heard that. Then he moved there. By that, and he moved this person to that side. By the time he could open his mouth to sing, we are changing the sound. Oh, say Suddenly, the girl was singing and she, his own was not coming. Hey, he went from mic to mic to mic. <laughs> Which we are just standing there watching. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that, James, I'm watching you. <laughs> I'm watching you. I'm watching you, pa, you. <laughs> But I'm saying that I used to do sound. I sat Tyler down and I explained to him how the thing worked. This, that, I showed how the sound works. When people do sound, they try to make it look complicated. When you get there, you say, hey, I can't do it. It's a lie. They are only, let me not say it here. <laughs> it's not as complex as they tell us it is. It's a very, it's, a, it's like cooking. You need a foundation from there, then you can develop. So, Connie, you can do sound, I tell you. <laughs> you see that you are in the church. You say, as for me, this is the only thing I want. I, I, film, film stars or suicide. 
film stars or suicide. I won't do anything again. Film stars. Hey. Why? Watch out for leaders who are like that. Watch out. Next one, next one. We are going very far. Where were we? A person who poisons you about others. Paul was telling Timothy people to choose to be leaders and pastors in the house. He said, don't choose slanderers, people who slander. Don't choose them. Don't also choose people who are sober and faithful in all things. Somebody who slanders is somebody who gossips about other people and poisons, says negative things about other people to you. Be careful of them. Look, don't be deceived thinking, oh, he's talking about somebody else to you. What it means is that they are Posters, yeah, they are poisonous. They are posted towards saying evil things about people. So when they meet anybody, they have to say something evil about somebody. So sometimes you are also the topic of their discussion. Hello? Sometimes you are also the topic of their discussion with other people. Yeah, when you are not there, you are the topic. Little. Don't be sitting there and let them be telling, you see, this girl is a very bad girl. This boy is a very bad boy. His mother is also bad. When you are not there and they meet those people, they can't talk about that same thing. So then you become there. Oh, that little guy. Hmm. I don't even want to say, but. Hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Look, God has done a really great job. Because if you look at the guy, and, oh no, God is good. Oh no, God is good. Let you. Oh, Bishop Daniel is doing wonders. He's doing wonders. Hmm. But I won't say anything because if I say anything, they'll say I'm poisoning you about others, about Letu. But, I mean, Letu himself, I don't need to poison you. He's already around. You don't need poison when you have Letu. <laughs> you don't need poison. Then, or, then from there, anytime you see Letu, you are wondering, mm. you didn't say anything, no. But it's like, Letu, hey. Mm. Anyway, so when Letu, anything Letu does, you are watching it through a microscope clearly to see. You have brought up a magnifying glass to see. Because you have been poisoned. Careful about people who poison you. Number next one. We are going to thousands. So, a leader who is not prepared to be birthed into the spirit of the church. Watch out for them. He's not prepared to be birthed into the spirit of the church. Some of you have been in the church for a long time, but we don't see the church on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One year, two years, seven years, 19 years. We, do, we don't see the church on you. Because every church and the way they do things. I mean, every church and the way they do things. 
And if you have allowed the church to get into you, you just acquire the mannerisms, the way we do things. You acquire it. You acquire the standards, the spirit, the philosophy, the teaching, the doctrine, everything of the church. It will become part of you. But you meet leaders who sometimes you have come from a church, they wear green with a star on top of the head. Because of that, you see, that's where you are. You can't let, you can't flash it out and take the new one in. Yeah. You can't let it go. I mean, we had, um, Rastaman, what's your name again? Tumelo and their wife. They came from Pretoria. Look, when I met them a few times, I know these people, they are really from our church. You can see it. They came from Pretoria church. Oh, yeah. When they can met them just a few times, once, I said, oh, these people, they are our people. Because they have our mannerisms. They have our way of talking. They have our way of doing things. They have our flow. Immediately you know that, ah, these people, they are, they are part of us. They are part of us. They are part of us. We, 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 were, we were in Milan around the same time last year. Look, you will be there. Look, say you will be there. So that is one of the prayers that God needs to answer in your life. It's today. Today I was listening to a message and the, the, and, and, and the pastor was preaching, explain what, when, when you say, I'll be there, what it means. Because the I'll be there is like, it's a prayer. So it goes to join your prayers that are in heaven which are waiting for answers. Yeah. Yeah. So, when we finished church with the people who were there, when you see the way they are flowing, it was like we were here. You see the flow, the chat, the conversation. I mean, we had met them for the first time that morning. We met them. Yeah, we saw Ray. We saw Ray. Ray's brother was there. Ray's brother was there. And not Joe. Ray's brother was there. I think he was doing the sound, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Look, when we closed the service, the first time they saw us was when we entered into the church. They don't know us from anywhere, including the pastor. He has never seen us before. We stepped in the church. We too, we had never seen them before. No, not even on Facebook. Then we did the service Yours truly, I preached powerfully like I usually do. When I finished preaching and we, we, we shared the grace, the pastor, he said to me, you have to stay for the second service and preach again. I said, preach what? He said, if it's the same thing you preach, now you have to preach it again. I came up with some technical reason why. It cannot be. Look, the people were around us like the way if we are here, you will be around us the same way. It speaks of two things. As it is one, it speaks about them that they have the spirit of our church. And it also speaks about us that we have the spirit of the church. Because our church pastors mingle with church members. That's our church. So we could have gone there and so finished. Glory God, glory God. And then they want to come and say hello. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Guidance, guidance. Oh, man of God. I, 
God bless you. God bless you. There's a way they can greet you. You can see that the greeting is welcome and goodbye at the same time. Combine. Yeah. Oh, hello. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, man of God. God bless you. It's finished. Yeah. You can't, you can't say anything. You can't say anything anymore. Yeah. But this, the church has every, every, every house has a spirit. Every church has a spirit. If this is the church you are in, you must acquire the spirit of this church. The way we do things, what we believe, the way we talk. This church, we don't talk foolishly about our leaders. No, no, no. We don't say evil things about our leaders. Be it our pastors, our shepherds. We don't say evil things about them. It doesn't mean that there's nothing bad about them. But what we are saying is that that's not our focus. We will always find, just as the same way when I talk about you, I always find something good about you to say. That's the same way when you talk about me. You must also find something good to say. Even if there are no many, you must find something good to say. And in this case, there are a lot. Don't bring yourself. Don't bring yourself at all. There are a lot. Yeah. See. It's, it's, but you will see, you have people in the church who are training to be leaders. When they sit down, they start to talk about the leaders. And you forget that one day you will become a leader. That thing you are working towards, one day you will become it. I used to be a church member. Today, I'm a microphone holder. Today, you are a church member. Another day, we can come and visit you. You are the Bishop of KwaZulu Natal. Yeah. yeah. And when I come, you say, um, You are welcome to this place. I am the Bishop of the Gungundluvu uh, Municipality. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah. Next one, next one, next one is what? A person who manipulates his way into leadership without serving his way into the, that leadership position. Manipulates his way. It's like he works his way to become so that you can notice him and make him a leader. Manipulate. Instead of you, you, you serve into leadership. You don't manipulate your way into leadership. Yeah. I, I mean, I see, I see people around. It's like suddenly everybody's a bishop, everybody's a prophet, everybody's a, 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 a bishop, something. Plenty. I see it. I say, wow. Leadership, you serve your way into it. So I look, I say, okay, maybe they don't know what they are doing. So let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, your car is very nice. You can be a bishop. How about me that my head is very big? Why am I not a headmaster? A leader who does not stay around to mingle 
and interact with other church members. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and I'm known of mine. John 10, 14. Our church is built on mingling with the church members, mingling and interacting with the church members. That's how come I know your names. Yeah, that's how I know your name. Mingle, talk to you, chat with you, fellowship with you, talk about serious things, talk about other things. Mingling. And our church has a church, we call it doing, when we were called lighthouse, we used to call it doing the lighthouse. So we say, what are you doing? It's like, people always say, this is your church. What, my sister, one of my sisters, she, 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 her son is very serious in the church. So, one time we were all in Ghana together, they had come from America, and then she was saying that, this is your church, I want to go to it, but your meetings are too long. So I was, and, and her son was there, my sister was there, all of us were there. So we were wondering, ah, what is she talking about? I said, which meetings? So said, well, no, you guys, when you go to church in the morning, you only come in the night. That's the reason why I don't want to come to the church. I, I like, really like your church. So then I said, ah, which meetings are you talking about? He said, my, she said, my son, when she, he goes to church, he will come the next day. Which is true. So, so I said, let me explain to you. Listen, our church, I'm sure we have perhaps the shortest services you can even think about. Apart from the Catholic church and the Anglican church, I don't think anybody has shorter services than our services. So as for our church, when we start, so I was explaining, I said, no, my son goes at eight o'clock. And he can't, I said, look, when he goes at eight, by one, they have had maybe three services. So three different groups have come and gone. So oh, how? I said, yeah, that's how we do our church. So, she said, so why does my son stay in the church for all the whole day? I said, aha, now you have asked the right question. Because our church, when we close, then we start to enjoy being with each other. We can be there the whole day and then the whole night. Yeah. Yeah. We can be there. We are just chatting. One day I went to preach somewhere for a convention. And my flight out of the place was 6 a.m. the next day. So when I was going, I said to my host that, you know something? These people, I know them. If I make a mistake, I'll miss my flight. So I packed my everything that I'm leaving. And I had it in the car. I finished preaching, evening convention, 10 o'clock, we have closed. Then they started talking. Started talking. Talking. Talking, 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 talking. By the time I check, it was 5 a.m. I said, folks, we have to go now. And I took my bag straight. Let's go straight to the airport. Straight. And I just, because if I said, we'll go home, we'll come, you are lying. By the time I realized you have missed the flight, it's become a problem. Because we mingle a lot. We have so much to talk about. We don't even need to know each other from anywhere. Even if you are not here, we don't know. You arrived today. You just have to say, why not? You say, oh, mercy, forgive. We know, oh, that's my brother. 
that's my brother over there. That guy over there is my brother. Say, so, oh, yeah. Then we start doing the lighthouse. We will talk. Uh, yeah, even when you come to our meeting, say we are having a meeting, it's a very serious meeting. We talk about the discussions more. Then we laugh a little. Then we come back to the discussion like that. We just keep swinging. Because we enjoy being with each other. Even somebody even told us we like each other too much. Yeah. So if you find a leader in the church who doesn't... You see this something. Something. It's like as soon as we share the grace wants to go, there's something wrong with that person. The person is unusual. Every five minutes, can we go home? Uh, I'm going to work tomorrow. We have been in the church. When we were students, we used to come to church. You go from church, evening service, to lectures in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. To lectures. Lectures. It's like we are in church. By the time you get to, all you can do is to change and go to lectures. Still, we didn't fail. So if you are failing, then... Don't blame the Lord. I think I want to do this one. I want to do this other one. So stay around. Have a spirit of just being around. Mingle with somebody. Yes, it's different when we close. You have to rush to work. That's fine. But how come that only you, nobody is your friend in the church? I find it very strange. Nobody. Look at all these friendly people who are looking at me. And none of them is your friend. Only your husband is your friend. Or your sister. Only your sister is your friend. Why? Why? Where did you come from? Anyway. A leader who has a Jezebel for a wife. A leader who has a Jezebel for a wife. Check who your wife is. Check who your wife is. Check, check, check. If your wife is by you, check who, who your wife is. Check. Check. A Jezebel. So, the question is, who is a Jezebelic wife? A Jezebelic wife is a wife that brings evil thoughts into her husband. Evil thoughts. Because Jezebel, Jezebel was married to who? Ahab, is that not so? Ahab wanted the king, Ahab wanted to take some Naboth's vineyard. And when he wanted to buy it, when he went, Naboth said, I'm not selling it. It's, my, it's from my, my grandfather gave it to me. I'm keeping it in our family. So he understood that, oh, okay, it's not by force. If the guy doesn't want to give it to me, not a problem. Then he went home. When he went home, he told his wife that, do you know, I want this field, I really like the toe. But the guy says he won't give it to us. Do you know what Jezebel said to him? Ah, are you not the king? How can he say he won't give it to you? Don't worry. By tomorrow, this field will be yours. You will get it. You will get it. How is he going to get it? Miss Jezebel is going to, even the question, are you not the king? What she was saying, can't you forcefully take it from him? Are you not a man? Even this one is not about compensation. The guy doesn't want to sell it. 
So it's like just bully them through. Yeah, it's like give the husband a bad idea. Uh, so, so do you think that the way Bishop was talking and was looking at you, do you think that he respects you? Do you think that he respects you? Are you all not men? Are you also not a pastor? And you are not a pastor. Like, don't don't even start. Are you all not men? Is he not a man? Are you not a man? He's a breadwinner. Are you also not a breadwinner? He has children. Don't you also have children? He pays school fees. Don't you also pay school fees? How can he talk to you like that? How can he look at you and say change? Why didn't he look at this way? He looked at you and he said change. Hmm. As for me, I'm waiting for the day that I'll see the man in you. I'm waiting for the day that I'll see the man in you. So the, the husband has no thought of any evil thing. You know, but it's like the woman is able to feed him. It's like he's just putting the evil inside small. Pew, pew, pew. If I was the man, oh, you will see it happening right now. Yeah. These are the wives who say, by now we should have a car. Why are we still walking? How come that the bishop has two cars and you don't have a car? Are you also not anointed? Is he the only one who's anointed? Watch out for all of them. It's like I said, but it's like it, look, a, 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 a pastor who has a troublesome wife, a stubborn, recalcitrant, difficult, uncontrollable, challenging, rebellious wife. Oh, please. Even today, I put some things on the husbands and wives. I was waiting for you to say something. I was just waiting for you to say something. I was talking about honor. When your husband calls you in public, don't say. I was waiting for you to say something. Then we will know who you really are. Because what's wrong with honoring your husband? He has honored you. All the boys who slept with you, none of them came to. Not, no, nobody even brought a goat. Not even one of none of them brought a goat. Like this is a goat or this is a rabbit. Let me stand up. Like this is a rabbit. I have brought this rabbit. Rabbit, a rabbit. That I have brought this rabbit, rabbit, to come and marry you. None of them. None of them. Yeah. Even some of them, you don't remember their names. Because they didn't even tell you their names. Yeah. They didn't even, they didn't even tell you their names. Then this one, gentleman, he has come. He said, look, let's go. I want to go and honor you before your parents. He has brought... Not even a goat or a sheep, but a cow. 
and the cow, not even one, a number of them. To come and marry you. And even when he was marrying you, your parents were thinking, hey, what a mistake this guy is making. They were thinking, you? But, sit down, sit down. (laughs) But inside their hearts, they were happy because they knew that the problem is being transferred Sit down, let me tell you a story. My time is up, but let me tell you a story. One day, I went to drop off one of our members. I was, I was with my wife. We dropped. As we were dropped, I saw them doing, like busy, cleaning, painting the house. So I said, what's going on in your house? So there's a ceremony. I said, what's the ceremony? So my sister is getting married. I said, oh, Great. So I said, is this the marriage? He said, no, we are doing a ceremony so that she, she wee-wees in bed. So, so that when she goes. <laughs> ah, we need a stadium, I tell you. <laughs> so that when she goes, she won't go and wee-wee there. So can you imagine the date when the guy comes to pay Lobola, how happy the parents are that finally the girl who we will see in bed is going. So after all this honor that the person has done to you, if he has married you, just honor him to you, won't honor him. Just treat him with respect, you won't treat him with respect. Why? Brothers, those of you who are not married, you see, please choose properly. When you are choosing, choose properly. Okay. Order, order in court. Sisters, sisters, look, learn the things now so that when you become wives, these things will not be around. Yeah. But back to the Jezebelic wife. I said she, 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 she drops poison and evil thoughts into her husband's head. Yeah. Into her husband. Bishop tells a story of one of our members who's married to a white person and then the pastor was raising funds in the church. So when he was raising it, he said, everybody close to her. And then he said, how many people want to give this to support with that? Then the white man lifted up his hand. Then the Jezebel pulled the hand down. Unfortunately for this Jezebel, at that time, you see, like me, when I'm leading prayer, I'll close my eyes and I open my eyes. I close my eyes. I just keep swinging in between like that. So, unfortunately, at that same time, the pastor opened one eye. So, at the, after the service, this lady came to the pastor and said, oh, pastor, hmm, 
I really want to support this project. But you know the way these white people are. They don't understand spiritual things. And think so. I mean, my husband doesn't want. Meanwhile, the husband lifted up the hand. And then break it down quickly. Next one, next one. We have a, a few... A person who constantly shifts blame to other people. Constantly. Anything, say, oh, it's this person's fault. A good leader will say, it is my fault. A bad leader will say, it is your fault. Constantly. Nothing is her fault. Or nothing is his fault. Yeah, nothing. All the problems in the marriage, you say, it's your wife's fault. Because she's not here to defend herself, so you say, it's her fault. Yeah. Are you the one with the ATM of the, the wife? Yeah, ATM, card. ATM card. Yeah. <laughs> next one, next one, next one. A leader who thinks too much money is being spent on the head. Judas said, we could have sold this oil. Why, is, why are we pouring the oil on Jesus' feet? Could have sold it to feed the poor. But the Bible says the reason why he said that was because he was a thief. Like, oh, you are spending too much on Jesus. Actually, do you know that we spend more on your head than on the rest of your, your body? Even your head, your head has more bones than the rest of any part to protect what is inside. Because as soon as the time your head goes off, you are off. As soon as your head goes off, so for some of you, it's not for nothing. <laughs> it's to protect the type of brain that is inside. Better protection. To protect what is inside. Yeah. We spend money on you, take you to school. Oh, I spend more money on my children's head than on, on anything else. School fees, school fees, school fees for many years so that the head will be enlightened. I don't see their hand complaining that, ah, too much. Why don't you buy me gloves, boxing gloves, <laughs> and you are paying school fees? Yeah, I want to develop myself. <laughs> So when you have a leader, say they are doing something for you. Say, Anna, your prophet. Let's honor the head of the church. Say, eh, mm, watch out for them. Watch out for them. Hallelujah. Amen. A leader who is unduly quiet, reserved, and detached. Watch out for him. A leader who is always late for meetings. Watch out for her. When I said watch out for him, nobody said anything. When I said watch out for her, everybody said, watch out for her. <laughs> Ladies have been full of drama since they were born. Because <laughs> I just said watch out for him. Nobody, when 
they say, watch out for her. Mm, watch out for her. Why is it her? What about the guys? <laughs> but when I said the guys, the guys didn't say anything. Let's go on. <laughs> Don't mind her. Don't mind her. A leader who feels he knows the mindset of the organization and therefore doesn't bother to ask important questions. Watch out for people like it's like, oh, they feel they know what you will say. So they won't even ask. Our church, and one of the things you should know is that we are not afraid of questions because questions make you better. It makes us better. So, hey, but Pastor, why are we doing Anna? Somebody, I mean, I, was some, I went to a church one day. Then somebody asked me at the church that why are we why do we do honor your prophet? Why do we honor the prophet, which is the bishop of the church, and not the pastor who is there every day laboring? It's a good question. I want to know. So then I explain. I explain to them. We used to do that before, where we honor the pastor instead of the head of the church. It didn't take us anywhere. So now we say, let's honor the head of the church. Let's honor the real prophet of the church. Do you see it? So the, she asked me, so when do we honor the pastor who's with us? You are with the pastor every day. What stops you from honoring the pastor? You don't need any special day. If you need a special day, his birthday is there. It's a special day. But really, if you really believe in honoring, you don't need a special day. Every time is tea time. It's there with you. And that was the answer Jesus gave to Judas. When Judas, uh, when Judas said, can't we sell this thing and feed the poor? Judas was asking, why are we honoring Jesus? Why don't we honor the poor? Then Jesus said, as for the poor, as for the poor, you always have with you. Or every day, the poor, they are always there. You can feed them any day, any time. Since that day, poor people never finish on this earth. Because Jesus said, as for the poor, you always, so United Nations cannot wipe it out. It always be there. The, you, the pastor, he's always with you. You can honor him today, you can honor him tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So you have all the seven days of the weekend. You have all the 52 weeks of the year. And you have all the years that he's with you. Just one day, let's use it to honor the head. And that, 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 that attitude, you see, um, I was talking about questions, but let me talk about That attitude is what made Eve and Adam Go to eat there. Tree yeah. of the knowledge of good and evil. Because you have all the other fruit. They say, no, we want this one. That's the one. Oh, God said, leave only one. For say, yes, we want that one that you said we should leave for you. That's the one we want. But this girl, she was delivered from a problem because she asked a question. So when I ask this question, they'll say I'm disloyal. So I want to ask. Folks, number 35. A leader who has not been involved in the practical work of the ministry. Practical ministry work. Not being involved in the practical ministry work. So you have gone to Bible school and you have come and you have come with a Bible school lingo, a Bible school attitude, a Bible school swagger. It's not enough. Yeah. Send you to go and do practical ministry work. You see, you can't gather 10 people. 
But when you have struggled to gather them, then now you understand the struggles we all went through. When you are, even when an evil spirit is trying to go into you, I say, look, brother, you don't know the way I struggled <laughs> at Popomeni. Better stop this, your nonsense. <laughs> Better stop this, your nonsense. <laughs> Do you know the way I struggled on UKZ10 campus? Better stop this, your nonsense. Tell the demon, better stop this, your nonsense. Look, there's a different way people who have not been involved in practical ministry talk. And there's a different way people who have been involved in ministry also talk. The practical work. That you are chasing a sheep. You have four sheep. You go. One has jumped through the window. <laughs> then you come to the other one. He says, oh. Go and bring the other away. Say, no, I'll put you in my pocket. Whilst we go and find it, take it, put it in your pocket. Then you keep your hand there because if you take your hand, he can slip out. So you can, whilst you are chasing the other one. Hey. When you have gone through this, this hardship, you know that it's not easy to gather people. It's not easy at all. You know, when you, are, oh, when you see somebody trying, making an effort, Instead of criticizing, you clap for him. Look, when I send people out to do practice, I think the rest you can read for yourself. God loves you, so do I. Look, when I send people out to do ministry work, sometimes some of them flourish. Some of them don't flourish. But I give all of them credit for different things. The one who flourishes, I give him credit for working hard and flourish. The one who doesn't flourish, I also give him credit for not giving up and not running away. Because it's not a small thing at all. You are walking at in Bali like a madman and you are looking for church members. Hey. It's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing. You are looking for church members who can't, who can't even pass grade 11. Meanwhile, at your office, people with master's degree, they bring you tea at your workplace. They bring you, they have a master's degree, not honest, master's degree, they bring you tea. Then here you are walking at Eastwood, you can't find the members. You meet a grade 10 dropout, thank you. And then she starts to talk to you anyhow. And you are wondering, this girl, you need to finish school so that I employ you. If you knew that I could employ you, you won't talk to me this way. But because it's church, start to talk to you anyhow. Hmm. So, instead of raising your shoulders, I told you have, having arrogance is equal to raising your shoulders. You bring your shoulders down. Hey. Oh, no. No. So, when I look at them, I say, oh, you didn't give up. You have done well. Somebody was sent to do the same thing you are doing and said, I can't cope with it. I can't continue. A professional, somebody that it is his job, trained under Bishop Daggyward Mills for years. Couldn't gather with a certificate and a cross. A certificate, a cross. To show for it. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. Then you that you are not a professional, but you are forcing to do some. And you don't give up. Not, you see, when you are doing it and it's working, you will continue. When it's not working, it's like, look, the people, look, 
they are <laughs> surely Sunday 13 13 13 meanwhile your target for surely Sunday was 50 yeah every day 13 every day 13 you are just waiting for the day that you will cross to 40 oh no 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 when I see them like that I salute them because they didn't give up they didn't give up practical ministry work it will humble you It, it will even help you to think correctly so when you have a leader who has no, you just be made a leader by some technical means. Some technical means. Your car is very big. It can do basenta work. It can carry a lot of people. So we say be a, be a basenta, be a leader. Anyway, folks. God willing, next week. I know it's young, but next week. Okay, one more, one more. One last one. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God, where is it in the book? I can't even find it in the book. (laughs) A leader who does not contribute to joint efforts to honor the head, which is intended to honor the head. Watch out. It's not, the person is not with you. It's as simple as that. Like, oh, we have all decided that, oh, let's do something. The way Pastor, the shoe is working, is walking, is made seem slanted. <laughs> do you know the, the, the leaning tower of Pisa? Yeah, that is one of the seven wonders of the world. The tower is like this. It's cute. Uh-huh. So the pastor is like that. You think it's a, it's a walking that he has developed. You see, but it's not him. In his head, he's stable. But the under of the shoe is at an angle. So when he stands, the shoe just takes him like that. So it's like the the other so oh let's let's contribute and let's buy Pastor a shoe. Why? He can't buy shoe. Anyway, if you, you, you buy the shoe, will never contribute. Watch out for such a person. It's not with the, the person is not with the leader. It's as simple as that. The person is not with the leader. Watch out for such a person. Folks, it's been a pleasure. God loves you. And so do I. <laughs> joining us we believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by bishop daniel harley for more information contact us at 204 peter kirchhoff street peter Marksburg, or call 083-773-1605 god richly bless you